Well, good afternoon, everybody. I'd like to welcome you to this week's Impact Wrestling Press Pass podcast. This is Ross Foreman, and let me first welcome, here we go, Josh Matthews. Josh, how you doing today? I am uh, I'm on a golf course, so uh, I couldn't be any better than I'm doing right now. Well, for you, the most important thing is to please replace all divots. <laughs> I'm also excited, man. I'm excited for Friday. I'm excited for an all-new Impact. I'm excited for... Uh, anniversary tickets being on sale tomorrow. Uh, of course, that's the titanium package tomorrow. I'm excited for uh, for June in New York and then Texas, and, and we've got some big shows coming up. Of course, uh, A Night You Can't Miss in Philly on Impact Plus, Bash at the Brewery in San Antonio, Deep Impact in Houston, Digital Destruction in Long Island. I mean, there's, there's just a lot going on, Ross, not to mention our TV shows and, and everything else that's happening. New York City, right around the corner, June 6 and 7, back in Melrose. Here's what I'm thinking, Ross, as I'm out here um, hacking away. Um, we need to have an impact wrestling, and I know that our guest this week, I don't know what kind of mood he's in, but I know that our guest this week would be down with it. An impact wrestling invitation open. Uh, I think we should do it in Windsor. Sounds good. Let's, let's plan it. Yeah, I think we can... Uh, I don't know if we sell tickets. I haven't figured all that part out yet, but I think uh, I think we need to do this. I'm going to stay say right now. I want Sammy and my foursome. No, I think it's going to be me, Sammy. Uh, I don't know. Let's, let's, let's let him in and, and see what he has to say. All righty. Well, hold on one second. Let me open up his line. Where are you at here, Sammy? He might not want to play with you, Ross. I know he's, he's not a big fan of yours. Oh, please. Sammy and I are dear, close, personal, longtime friends. With that said, Sammy Callahan, welcome to the podcast. Yo, shut up, Rob. What are you talking about foursomes? I don't want to be in no foursomes with you right now. I don't want to be in no foursomes with you ever. I just got on this call, and I, I, uh, my fragile virgin ears are burning right now from hearing you talk about that stuff on a conference call. <laughs> Come on, Ross. So, Sammy, you're saying you'd rather be in a foursome with Josh? He does have tattoos, and he lives in Ohio. I'm just saying. Well, give me a head of you, Ross. <laughs> you, and here's the other thing, Ross. How come every time you talk me into one of, doing one of these dumbass interviews, that's always in the most inconvenient time ever? You know I'm taking a big jump right now. I'm sitting on the toilet while I do this call. Well, I'm not even sure how to follow that one up. Uh, I'll leave that one for Josh. Well, I, I mean, look, see your voice will help things go out a lot smoother. Sammy's a busy guy. Very busy. Sammy's busy. Time Josh is on the golf course. I've already went one time this year. Wasn't very good for me. You only gone to the bathroom once this time? No, golfing, dumbass. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you went to the bathroom. Josh, don't. Don't get me going right now. I came in here on your side of things. Now you're, you're right. You're wrong. right. No, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, listen to him suck up. Wow, that's one of the best things you've done in a while, there, Josh. Okay, I'm switching my foursome. I'm with I'm with Ross now. Yeah. Oh. Gonna... Who? Okay, but but a serious question. Who who clears up? Who's the rest of the foursome? If it's you, Ross. Is is it Dave and Jake? I know that you guys. No, um, I'm, I'm going to say it's okay. me, Ross. Steven Seagal, and Chuck Norris. Now, how did you not say Danny DeVito, if Mr. Danny DeVito fan? I love Danny DeVito, but I'm not letting Danny DeVito fight in the Invitational with me. He can be our manager, but he ain't fighting. 
Wait, why are we? I thought we were playing golf. Now we're fighting? Oh, we're playing golf. You said invitational. I thought we were talking about fighting invitational, not golfing invitational. If I'm picking yeah, for my golfing invitational, it's going to be me, Ross, Dan DeVito, and Mark Marrow, obviously. I mean, of course that's obvious. Josh, who's in your foursome? Uh, am I just picking off of the Impact roster? Sure. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I know I know that uh, Dave and Jake like to play. Um, I'm not really sure who, who's an avid golfer on the on the uh, on the roster. You get Moose. That's who you get. Oh. Well, I mean, he's a former professional athlete. Yeah, I don't think he's the guy that's going to be great at golf, though. Yo, man, what, what do I got to do? I got this ball or something? You got <laughs> the hole? Uh, will you bring Legos to the golf course? Depends. I bring things for activities for when I get bored. I will build a Death Star anytime with Legos. You never know. You'll build a Death Star or you'll, or you'll just use the Legos to, to hit people? Hey. Hey. I don't judge you. You don't judge me. Okay, Josh? You're right. You're right. Sorry. Uh, so, Sammy, speaking of Legos, we saw the big uh, four-on-four match on Impact. We're getting ready to head to Philly. Talk to us uh, before we open up for media. Talk to us about your plans for, uh, for Philadelphia. For Philadelphia, I'm going to build that, burn that building to the ground. I don't like wrestling in Philadelphia or the arena anymore. Uh, let's, let's go back and let me give you a little history lesson. When that building originally shut down, I attacked Sabu, I turned the building, uh, the, the lights off of that building, and no wrestling show was ever supposed to be in that building. I think this whole ECW legend thing just needs to die. I'm getting really sick of all these extreme legends continuing, 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 continuing to stick around past their welcome. The Tommy Dreamers, the RVDs, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. They're taking valuable TV time away from people like me, people like Dave and Jake, people like Matt Van Fulton, people like the North. Hell, the North ain't even on the poster for Windsor because you'd rather have Rob Van Dam on it. That is a bunch of fool crap. Well, yeah, I saw that, that Twitter exchange back and forth, and, you know, Ethan Page, uh, he seems to have some gripes, but he's got his own Twitch show. I'd have some gripes, too. I'd have some gripes, too. I am way too small on that poster. RVD can be small because he's 100 years old. Put me right smack dab in the middle. Okay. I mean, look, man, I, I didn't design the poster. I don't know why he's getting so upset with me. Well, maybe you should. Maybe you should. Uh, Ross, do you want to go ahead and uh, open up uh, the media so Sammy can yell at them instead of yelling at me? Sure, but I will say, Josh, how is all of a sudden now you don't design the posters? You tell me from day one, I do everything. Okay. This was a this was an in market poster. I don't made I don't know. I'm just saying, Josh, you claim you do everything. I don't want to stir it up. I did hear a rumor. I did hear this rumor though. Josh actually designs all of the merchandising and all the shirts for all your favorite. Uh, Wrestlers. He designed the Rascals merch. He designed Ace Austin's merch. He designed some OBs merch. Uh, what? So I what? 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 Why are you saying these things? I I appreciate the uh, the Ace Austin design that was in my inbox this morning. You do everything, Josh. You're the man. You also you also emailed Not me way too way too late, way too late. 
if I can come through a phone and choke you to death right now, I 100% would. I can't believe you emailed me after 11 p.m. Hey, I'm a busy person. I am a busy person. You know, I can't do anything for you, Josh. If people only knew what happens between me and you behind the scenes, I think they'd be appalled. <laughs> well, I, I got to say that I, 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 I have nothing but respect for you and everything you've accomplished. Yeah, yeah, because every time I do your little around the ring bullcrap, it gets the most views of any episode you do. That's true. Around the Ring is a, is a great show. Rock. I don't know if you're really cool and I'm like super, super over and you can't smell over without OBE. That's a fact. Like if you actually smell OBE hard, like I'm pretty sure that my spelling is correct and that's how you actually spell over. Yeah, I mean except for the time that you misspelled your own name on a t shirt, you you're you're correct this time around. I didn't do that. That was you. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Ross, media, questions. All righty. Well, here we go, media. Uh, Star Six, get in queue. Please identify yourself and your media outlet. Q&A session has started. To ask your question, please press star six. Hey, Sammy, this is Bill Pritchard from WrestleZone. How are you? Oh, this is Bruce Pritchard from WrestleZone. When did you, when did you get hired at WrestleZone? <laughs> I'm just joshing you. You get it? Because we have Josh Matthews on the phone. I wish I had that much notoriety, but... <laughs> Let's do it. Shoot, what do you got? So, they brought up Legos before. We've seen you use a bunch of different weapons as of late. Um, I saw you and Jimmy Havoc give each other paper cuts and use lemons at United We Stand. Is it kind of a new challenge for you this year to just see what kind of outside object like, you can use as a weapon just to kind of step it up and make more, matches more interesting? Uh, that's one thing for sure. Here's the thing. People seem to forget that at one point I was considered one of the best technical wrestlers and just strong style wrestlers on the planet. But over the past couple of years, I've gotten back into hardcore wrestling and deathmatch wrestling because I was bored doing wrist locks. I was bored doing headlocks. And uh, I want to be the first guy to do a lot of different stuff on television and on this national platform. Uh, I'm not saying I invented the Legos. I'm not saying I invented the women's. I'm not saying I invented the salt or anything other like that. But I will be the first guy that brings it to television as a homage to all the guys that I look up to when I'm first time. Would you say you during a match you're like looking for fans to chant you you sick f because a lot of matches I've seen you in lately that's the end result. <laughs> yeah, because I'm stupid cool. I don't know if you know that, but I'm like really really cool, dude. Like every match, like they're just because I'm like the coolest, like really cool. Thanks for your time. You are not welcome. Hi, Sammy. Hi, I'm Mario from Radio Hamburg in Italy. How are you? I'm fantastic. Worse now that I'm listening to oh. questions, but what do you got? Oh, um, I want to ask you a personal question. Uh, I want to ask, uh, how is the life out of the ring? 
My life's awesome outside the ring. I own a house, I own vehicles, I pretty much can buy anything I damn well please. I've traveled the world on other people's dimes, and right now I'm having the best run I've ever had in professional wrestling, as well as my wrestling promotion is blowing up on the independent scale, which is the Wrestling Revolver, which you can check out on social media at DW Revolver or our website, ProWrestlingRevolver.com. See that cheap plug? That's a cheap plug, but I'm saying my life is going fantastic right now. Oh, okay. Thank you. You are not welcome. Hi, Sammy. This is Nick Hausman from Wrestling Inc. Thanks so much for taking oh, the time today. Nick Hausman. Good name. Good name. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, I uh, had the pleasure of getting to chat with you not long ago, so I thought I'd ask oh, you about... Oh, Iowa. We, we kept getting broken up. Now we have a good uh, a signal, a good feed. I'm sorry when you're out in the boobies of Iowa, you really don't have cell phone service anywhere, so now I can actually hear you, and we can do this properly. It, it's fine. I, I, I'm not offended at all, Sammy. Uh, my question is about the news of the day. Uh, what do you think of AEW officially announcing this TNT deal and how it affects the pro wrestling landscape and, you know, even impact in that landscape? It's great. I want every wrestling company to do well because when all wrestling does well, that means there's going to be more opportunities for people around the planet and more eyes on professional wrestling. And right now, professional wrestling, not just on that standpoint, but on every standpoint, is under a microscope. It's going to bring even more people into watching Impact Wrestling, which I truly do believe that we do have the best weekly television show in the wrestling world right now. We put on the best pay-per-views. So with all this competition, people's just going to work that much harder and that much more like impressive to see what everyone's going to do. Cool. And uh, my last question, I guess, would be, you know, we talked a little bit about, you know, possibly maybe Ohio's John Moxley in the OVE ranks. I was wondering, outside of him, who else from Ohio – do you have your eye on uh, for potentially joining the OVE ranks? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Isn't he Texan? I, I heard a rumor that he's actually from Ohio. I don't know, I'm man. just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, from the Ohio standpoint of things, let me do a little bit of thinking. I really like this kid from uh, the Dayton area called Clayton Gaines. He actually played Benny Brian Cage on an episode of... Uh, impact a couple months ago and other than that it's one of those things like let's see who impresses me let's see who's going to be the next guy to break out like me dave and jake and the rascals and for the latest pro wrestling news keep it locked to www.gerweck.net gerwick.net pro wrestling since 1997 sammy there yeah that's fine i'm here well we got you 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 want to talk about Survivor? Uh, no, I haven't seen it yet, so you can just quiet there for a second. Uh, he, he'll, he'll call back in, I assume, Ross. I'm sure he will. Uh, any any questions there for Josh or uh, Nick? I know you always have. Hey, Nick. I, I don't know. What, do I have questions for Josh here? I don't know. Uh, I don't know, Josh. What what do you what do you want to talk about? Who's the next? Who do you think could be a next big great signing for Impact Wrestling? Who do you have your eyes on? I mean, there's a lot of guys out there. We have the uh, the luxury of doing these, uh, you know, these Twitch specials with different companies and, and seeing all these different guys. Um, and I'm and unmuted. For that I'm unmuted. Oh, Shut there up, you go. Josh. Hey, Sammy. No one wants well, to hear well, you fix, fix your fix your phone, man. I had I don't another. Think that was my phone. I think that was your phone. Ross, did you mute him on accident? No, I I think Sammy just uh, he was going to 
register the golf course. I don't know what he was doing. No, we got disconnected because I was taking a poop. Okay. I, I would love it. If it answer my question, but I actually thought of a real question for Josh as he was talking to me, so I don't know if we want to. Oh, you got a question for Josh? Please go on, Nick. Okay, Nick Halsman, you're cut uh, off. You're cut off. Apologize. Trying my best. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know if you wanted to finish today. We talking about who else from Ohio you wanted to bring in, possibly to OVE. I'll say Ohio is uh, pretty much a hotbed for wrestling right now. I don't think people in the wrestling world really realize how many wrestlers doesn't matter the company that actually came from Ohio because yeah, but intended Ohio wrestlers have taken over everything. There you go. And Josh, my, my actual question for you and I'll, I'll hop off after this was, you know, you guys have launched the Impact Plus platform. How much of the content that you were putting up on Twitch is gonna now be featured on, on that platform? Well the the beauty of it is, is that we still do our Twitch specials every month. Uh, you know, I mentioned Digital Destruction, that'll be in Long Island, and then um, Deep Impact with Booker T is actually a Twitch show, and then uh, Bash of the Brewery will be on Impact Plus. So, so the beauty is, I mean, there's, there's, there's always enough content or, or a hunger for content going around, and we have that right now, and these shows, um, you know, are, are going to show that. I think Impact Plus, you're going to get some, some great guests and some great different kinds of matches. Twitch, you're going to get the the local flavor, which is always cool for everybody, and, and it's a nice, uh, you know, it's a nice marriage of the two. Okay, great. Hey, Ted. Hey, Sammy. How you doing? Good. How are you? Yeah, so you mentioned before about, you know, having the old art for license back. What, what are your thoughts on, for example, uh, repackaging maybe older names? Do you think it takes away from the younger talent, or do you think it's it's fine bringing back these guys uh, to impact. All these uh, older extreme legends can kiss my ass. I really don't give a crap about them to begin with. Uh, if it's not OBE or if it's not people that I enjoy, they can all kiss my ass. I'll say that over and over and over and over and over again. But uh, if RBD wants to get in the ring with the death machine, I'll I'll break his leg. If Tommy Dreamer wants to get in the ring with me for the hundredth time, I'll
Congress Street. And that's my feuds with Pentagon Jr. there, my feuds with Michael Elgin there, my feuds with the names go on and on and on and on and on. I, I would like to take credit for a lot of the reasons you're talking about. So like that's the point it is right now. Okay, Sammy, thank you very much. You're not welcome. <laughs> At least he's modest, Ron. Exactly. I'm the draw. The draw is a modest man. Modest Mouse. You remember that band? Hey, guys. It's Mike Johnson from PW Insider. How are you? What's up, Mike? How's the Muppets going? How you feeling? Um, they're doing good. How are you, Sammy? I'm fantastic. I actually like you. I'm not going to be mean to you. Oh, well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. I've known you. I'm pretty sure I've known you for like 12 years at this point. I don't even remember when we met. That's how long we go back. You just have always been around. <laughs> the love of Muppets is the That's love of it. Muppets. Gotta love Kermit the Frog and Fozzie Bear. Um, you talked uh, a little bit about OVE, and uh, obviously your storyline with Rich was about you mentoring him, and you guys went in different directions. You've been very involved in mentoring different talents in recent years, including OVE, including Ace Austin, including MJF. You know, when you take guys and, and, and women under your wing and you help teach them, I, I, how does that make you a better performer? And what's the, what, what's the most that you get out of mentoring and helping fostering different careers along so that talents get to the point where they can get signed by a national company? That's a, a whole other another different form of gratification at this point. Look, I, I love being a professional wrestler. I love getting in there and kicking ass, being the draw, being the Callahan death machine and, like, getting my own name out. But, it, like I said, it's a different form of gratification of, like, getting other people to the point where they can actually succeed and, like, helping them build what they are, which I truly do believe that's one of my biggest assets to professional wrestling outside of being a professional wrestler is learning how to hone talent, finding talent, helping people figure out what they're going to do offensively, figure out what people are going to say character-wise, promo-wise, because I... I through my entire career, I've learned every single job professional wrestling, going from being a ticket taker, setting up chairs, ring crew, production, editing, music, uh, promoting. Like, I've learned every job, and I just like to be able to give that to other talent that I, I deem worthy of, like, actually learning that, talent, that information. Because I didn't have a lot of people that would go and tell me that information I was younger, so I want to be able to share that with the next generation and get them ready and get them to the point where wrestling will become better and not just die with the next generation. Uh, I want to ask you a promoter question. Has there been any talk about Pro Wrestling Revolver potentially coming to the Impact Plus app or partnering with Impact on some uh, live iPay-per-views and things of that nature? just seems to be like a natural connection there, uh, something that would be very easy and organic for both sides. I was just curious if there's been any discussions. We did uh, a Twitch show last year called Pitches of Iowa, uh, which did absolutely great for Twitch on, uh, for Impact on Twitch. And it's one of those things that there has been a lot of discussing. There has been a lot of places that has brought up the Revolver brand. Impact's brought up the Revolver brand. I've brought up the Revolver brand. And it's something right now, I'm just not to the point where I want to make any decisions because I am very, very, very bad at delegating anything from my company to anyone else. And right now I'm to the point of my company where I want to have full control. I want to have full of how the lights look, how the shots look, how everything looks. And so I get my company to the, the, the place that I want it to be and get it 
striving the way I want to be. I don't see myself like really partnering up with anyone because Revolver is my brand that I've built, and I do have a great relationship with Impact, and we will continue to use Impact Talent and promote Impact Talent, but uh, I'm too bad at wanting to delegate to like do anything like that at this time, but I'm not saying that will happen in the future. All right, and then I got a quick question for Josh if he's still available. Why are you asking Josh questions? I'll ask you I'm good, Josh. Um, the number one email question I've gotten the last couple of weeks is, uh, who is Great Muda going to wrestle on June 8th in Philadelphia? I know it's, I know we got some time to go, but do we have any uh, any concrete plans on who he's going to be wrestling that night? So cool. Not uh, not officially official. Uh, I think there's going to be a few people involved in that match, but that's probably as, as much as we want to say uh, today. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate the time, gentlemen. Thank you so much. See you, Mike. Yeah, I like Mike Johnson. I wish more people were like him. He's a big Muppets fan. Never wants to talk wrestling with me when he sees me. He just wants to talk Muppets. That's the kind of person I enjoy. Yeah, he's a lot nicer than you are. You shut up, Josh. Well, how about if we just go to a, uh, a YouTube question that came in from Beep Bop, who would like to know, Sammy, what's the story behind some of your tattoos? Any planning to get any new ones? Oh, yeah, I'm getting a tattoo of Danny DeVito here soon because I really want that. I love Danny DeVito. But he didn't, he, but he didn't follow you on Twitter, did he? I was still planning I get the tattoo either way, Josh. Why you got to bring that up again? I'm just saying if that would have put something out saying Danny DeVito follows Sammy Callahan, maybe he'd be following me right now. I mean, the guy only follows like four people. I checked his, uh, his account. I, I, I love him, though. I want to be yeah. best friends with him. Uh, all my tattoos mean something to me. There's something through my life. I don't just get random tattoos for the sake of tattoos. I don't just get tribals or koi fish or anything like that. I get stuff that truly means something. I have a tattoo of Elvira on my family crest. I have the Ghostbuster from the Ghostbusters, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man looking over the clock tower from Back to the Future. I have a painted glass on my elbow because I have a painted glass stuck on my elbow from a death match. I have Scar as a zombie. I have dinosaurs. Like, every tattoo that I get will mean something drastically to me. I have uh, the dollar sign, the pound, the yen, and the euro with the, the lyrics from a digital underground song, All Around the World, same song. Uh, not because I, I love digital underground, which I, I do love digital underground, but because that song is in a movie that me and my dad, before he passed, we used to watch all the time when I was younger as well as that lyric kind of means something to me. The way I break it down is all around the world, same song. All around the world, we're making money. And all around the world, it doesn't matter what we are, we're all the same. And that's how I continuously live my life. And that's why I don't, as much as you want to hate me, I I hate like people thinking that anyone's different in this world because we're all just meat and bones at the end of the day. Hey, what's up, players? This is Teddy Long. And if you want to look like a true player, then you need to get yourself a Gurick Report Podcast T-shirt. That's right. Get yourself the Gurick Report Podcast T-shirt, the same one that I'm wearing and sporting and looking good in it each and every day. And if you want to get one of them, all you got to do is go to Pro Wrestling Tees. That's ProWrestlingTees.com. Slash Gurry, Pro Wrestling com slash Gurry. Get your t shirt today and you can look as pretty as me. Holla. Hello, Sammy. Uh, 
It's Andrew Thompson from Fightful.com. Fightful? Yeah, Fightful.com. Uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, you and Rich Swan, you guys appear to work well together in the ring and during your um, non-physical segments. Can you speak about, like, the chemistry that you guys have and what has it been like for you to tell the story that you and Swan have told on um, Impact TV over the past number of months? The reason that's so successful because that's real life chemistry. Uh, everything said in those interviews, everything said in those angles were 100% truth and real. Uh, I took this one under my wing when he was 16, 17 years old, pretty much damn, damn near homeless. His mother passed away. His father passed away. Uh, he had nobody. And I helped take him in back when he was younger, and I helped get him to the point where he is. I'm not taking full credit for him because Rich Swan and I will go on record and say every single time I do an interview, he's probably the most talented human being I've ever met in my life as far as being in ring and out of the ring. But uh, he, he's for years and years and years until recently, one of my best friends, if not my best friend, uh, he's, He's a talented human being, and being able to do the angle with him on television was was amazing. All right, uh, my last question is: um, you, you and Dave, you Dave and Dave have been together for quite some time. What is um, what has Man Man Fulton added to OBE? He's a, he's my my big sexy bastard. That's that's what he adds to OBE. Like I think he was something that we were missing. Like OBE is always going to be great as me, Dave and Jake. But at the same point, like we're five foot eight white kids from Ohio and being able to have a giant man that I can ride to my ring makes for good television. Thanks. Hi, Sammy. <clears throat> Stephanie from Steel Child Magazine UK. How are you? I am good, Stephanie. How are you? Uh, not great, but I, I, I'm there. But anyway, uh, wanted to be there. Um, we're in this feud with uh, Rich uh, Swan. Uh, was it um, a way, in a way, uh, you, the goal to make uh, this art cult side of him uh, show the world to make the allow the world to show to see that rich one had this art called side, side in him, on him. Sorry. Um, Are you what, saying what was the goal of this to show the world that rich one can have a, hard, a hardcore and mean straight side on him? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, uh, yeah thank, thank you. Thank you. That's it. Uh, I don't think that was the plan going in, but I think that's the plan going out that it shows that Rich Swan isn't just a comical dancing dude that can be happy and smile. He's the guy that when it comes down to it, he can throw. He can get crazy. He can get mean. Like, he has every tool, and I wish he would have joined OBE so I could have continued to have him under my tutelage, and I think he would have added a lot to our system. But he's a guy that I truly believe within the next two years will be the top guy in that company and me and him will be battling for the World Heavyweight Championship one day. Do you, do you have any kind of regret he didn't um, accept to join OVE? 100%. I'm pretty mad that he put on our shirt and Diamond Dallas Page NWO'd us, acted like he was going to join us, and then super kicked me in the back of the head. And I'm pretty mad that 
I ended up taking a, a hurricane rod off the top rope on a bunch of Legos. But the, the, the issues and the brotherhood and the blood bond between me and Rich Swan will never be done. One day he'll come to his senses and he'll come home, and I truly believe that. And, and more, in a more general way, um, why are you so attracted to these outgoal and death matches, uh, the risky things uh, that more or less have become your signature? And, uh, and thank you for your time again. Yeah, because every couple of years I like to reinvent myself. Like I said, at one point I was looked at as one of the best strong style technical wrestlers on the planet. But before that, I, I was a deathmatch wrestler. Before that, I was a technical wrestler. Every couple of years I like to switch it up because I get bored very, very easily. Easily. I have OCD and ADD. I, I have to always switch it up and change who I am every couple of years so I don't get stagnant and just complacent at doing what I'm doing. And is Impact uh, World Championship still the goal? What? I'm sorry. One more time. Um, is winning Impact World Championship still your major goal? 100%. I'm going to be the face of that company one day, whether they like it or not. And management continues to screw me over time and time and time and time again. Do they rather have guys like Brian Cage and... Johnny Impact, who have amazing bodies and look like movie stars as the base of their company instead of a guy that looks like a gargoyle like me. But the thing about me that they don't have is I connect with people on a different level that they can. Well, for me, you already you are the well, the face of the company for me. Uh, thank you very, very much, Sammy. So much. So we're going to go to a question that came in off of Facebook from Rob uh, Biebrick. Uh, he was has a Facebook. Uh, he, he does. That's where he's, he's messaging us from. Facebook's stupid. I hate Facebook. Well, you hate Josh Matthews, too, but we're going to still move on. He would like to know how fed up you are with having to listen to all of Dave Christ's Browns crap. That would be, of course, the Cleveland Browns. As much as I hate the Cleveland Browns, like, Damn it, he's right at this point. The Browns look awesome this coming year, and I really wish that entire team played for the Bengals because we'd be in way better position than we are now. The Browns team this next year are one of the most fun-looking teams in the entire league with it, adding Odell Beckham Jr. and everyone else they've added on the offseason. Like, as much as I want to hate them, they're going to be good. So are you jumping on the Browns bandwagon? <laughs> Never. I've never been jumping on the Browns fan. I am a Bengals through and through. I've been a Bengals fan since I was one year old. I'm not going to change it just because the Browns are getting good. A couple of years ago, the Bengals were good. Everyone wanted to jump on their bandwagon. Like, things go in cycles just like professional wrestling. One day, the Bengals will get good again. And if not, they still have the coolest helmets in the league. So that's a, a little personal request. Do you think at some point from you we can get the icky shuffle? Maybe. I, I, would, I would not be opposed to doing the icky shuffle the right and on a side note, like, I started liking another team, too, recently. I'm not saying I'm putting Bengals in the back burner. I'm kind of liking the Buccaneers lately. That's been my uh, second go-to team to make sure I watch every Sunday. All right. I've been down in Florida for five years. Like, i got to go to Buccaneers games all the time. Like, give me a little bit of a break. Hey Sammy, this is Vijay from Sportskida in India. How are you doing? 
I am fantastic. <laughs> uh, so my first question is, uh, after Mad Men Fulton, is there a possibility of even more uh, wrestlers being added to OVE, maybe even a knockout? You never know who's going to get added to OVE. We have a whole compound, a whole cult of young, talented wrestlers sitting out in Ohio right now just chomping at the bit to get on that. And what are that people from all over Ohio try to be a part of? You never know who's going to join it. And that's the cool thing about OBE. We're so unpredictable and uh, we don't make plans. We're very spontaneous human beings. Great. Um, so, one year after the whole incident happened, what do you think of Eddie Edwards' new character and his whole unhinged personality? Hey, I'm proud of Eddie Edwards. Eddie Edwards finally quit being a boring son of a bitch and like grew some balls. And now Eddie Edwards is having one of the best runs of his career and it's a complete madman. I like this Eddie Edwards a lot more than the other, other Eddie Edwards, because I know this Eddie Edwards will go out and bleed. This Eddie Edwards will go out and fight. He'll fight a man's nose off. He don't care. I think it's just a matter of time before you see Eddie Edwards back to the world title picture as well. And do you think he could be a potential OVE member down the line? No, he's not from Ohio. Ah. <laughs> Ohio's in the name. That's, that's that's the major criteria. He either got to be from Ohio, or he got to relocate to Ohio. He's Boston through and through. Okay, and my final question: uh, You made it seem like you're not a fan of Rob Van Dam, but do you think a program between the two of you uh, could be a good thing down the line? Maybe if he wants to get his legs broke. I'm, I'm, I'll say it again and again and again. I'm sick of being extreme icons, the extreme legends, the Tommy Dreamers, the RVDs, the Sabus, Jerry Lynn. Like, how long before these guys just get to the point and go die and let people like me be the face of Impact Wrestling? Okay. Thank you for your time, man. Wow. Reed, you asked five questions and didn't even ask a question for me and Josh. So, sorry, Reed, you no update today. No one likes you, Ross. I noticed. So we'll move on to a, a question here we got from, uh, it's kind of a follow-up on, on what you were just talking about with OVE from uh, Kevin Turk Dunlap. would like to know, how did the whole OVE movement first start? It started from pretty much day one of all of us being together. This is something that started, Gabe uh, and Jay Christ uh, are the ones that majorly started it, and I got brought into it because I was living in Jersey at the time. It's something we just all like thought would work, and it was the OI4K brand, which is Ohio's for Killers, where we transferred over to OBE. And that brand picked up steam, and people got behind it. We've made so much money off the OI4K logo, the OI4K name, and now it's just gotten pushed up to the next echelon by making it OBE now in Ohio versus everything. And it's something that we branded ourselves. Because as much as we want to say we're just crazy Ohio rednecks, we're very, very smart people when it comes to marketing. And Ohio is a place, and like anyone from Ohio or has visited Ohio will understand this. Ohio just isn't a place you live. Ohio is a lifestyle and a mindset. People from Ohio are different kinds of people. All right. We'll take your word for that there, Sammy. Yeah, as you should. Take my word. I always do. Mike, are you there? Yeah, hi, Ross. Mike Bancroft from Winnipeg City Slam again. Um, Sammy, 
Um, was there a few with Eddie Edwards last year uh, and you hit, when you hit him with the baseball bat? The week after that, between episodes of Impact, there was just an incredible buzz on social media, and you, in fact, helped get that whole angle over by your personal interactions on social media. How big is social media in the wrestling business? Social media is not just big in professional wrestling. Social media is big in the world. Look, you really, like, break it down. Our president was pretty much elected because of social media and the social media presence of uh, being able to build a revolution for his side of things. And that's how the world is gone now. You've seen people's lives ruined because of social media. You've seen people become huge international stars because of social media. You've seen fans and just regular people get thousands and thousands and thousands of followers by building a fan base of their opinions. The world will never be the same again as long as social media is still present. Okay, great. Also, you mentioned the Muppets. Um, you close with one frog with all the gossip and he's got those um, tattoos of the Muppets all over him. I want to get I want to get pe- uh, peppers on my uh, somewhere tattooed on me because he's my favorite Muppet. Okay, Tabby, cool. Thank you very much. You are not welcome. Hey, Sammy, can you can you bring us up to speed? Well, particularly me. What's with the Muppets? I love the Muppets. They're one of my favorite things in the world. They are great entertainment. They, uh, I've grown up watching the Muppets of every different uh, inkling of them, and I love the Muppets. Don't judge me because I like puppets and badass puppets as it is. I've done a wrestling project uh, called Wrestling Revolution Project that was supposed to be big years ago. Had a lot of huge names uh, working on it, and we filmed at Jim Henson Studios. And I got to go into the studios and see a lot, like the the baby dinosaur from the, the show Dinosaurs, uh, some of the giant uh, puppets from the Dark Crystal. Uh, I love Jim Henson. I love Brian Henson and what he's doing now. And like, don't judge me because I like puppets. Before we go on to the next uh, caller, can we maybe play a quick word association? Sure. So I'll mention uh, somebody with Impact Wrestling. You tell me the first Muppet that comes to mind. Now, ready? One second. I got to blow my nose. Okay, let's go. Brian Cage. Uh, Brian Cage. Um, I'm going to say Brian Cage is a hard one. Not a lot of big Muppets. He's a big, giant man. Uh, I'm going to say Brian Cage is a Muppet in himself. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll just say Rich Swan. Rich Swan? Rich Swan is Roy Pepper. 100%. Uh, how about Pentagon and Phoenix? Pentagon and Phoenix? I'm going to say because they're a tag team, I'll say two old guys uh, sitting up uh, in the balcony. 100 Hilda. What are their names? Statler and Hilda. Of course. How about uh, LAX, Santana and Ortiz? LAX, I'm going to go with uh, another rendition of the Muppet from Sesame Street. I'm going to go with Bernard. All right. How about uh, Tessa Blanchard? Who? Hello? Hello. Who'd you say? Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard. I'm going to go with not with the look, but the attitude. I'm going to go with Miss Peggy. All right, I'll give you one final one. Josh Matthews. 
Josh Matthews' scooter. Alrighty. And I'm 100% Crazy Harry. Look up Crazy Harry. That's totally who I am. Will do. Uh, Stephanie from Future Magazine back again. Um, I was expecting... Uh, I'm a huge fan of the Muppets, too. Um, I was expecting uh ha for you to start low and world off of Impact Wrestling. Say that one more time. You know, the two old guys uh, that are constantly bickering uh, yeah. Tatler at Waldorf, isn't it? Yes. Uh, so for you, uh, <clears throat> would it be more your Tatler and, and Waldorf here on impact? I'm not them. I'm crazy, Harry, 100%. Okay. But uh, my question, I uh, had one more question. You graced uh, England with Jake and Dave um, a few weeks, not so long ago, a uh, few weeks ago for Fight Club Dream Tag Team uh, uh, Invitational Tournament. And um, uh, what I wanted to share this experience in UK with uh, with the Jake and Dave and um, make OVE come to to, to United Kingdom because you already came of course last year and um, all, all the experience was thank you again. Yeah, the experience was great. Michael Pro is an amazing company. Michael Pro is a company that no one believed in 10 years ago when I first started going over there and I was on the first international night they brought over on a regular basis to help build that company. And now you're looking at Fight Club Pro. It's possibly the top company in all of England right now. And just any time I get to go over to Fight Club Pro, is an absolute pleasure and an honor. For all of your pro wrestling news, check out Gerwick.net, your number one source for wrestling news since 1997. Hi, who wants to approach the world of wrestling? Uh, one more time, please. Question, one more time. You want to know what, uh, what advice would you have for somebody who wants to get into professional wrestling? Uh, have a backup career as well, because dreams don't always come true. Like as many professional wrestlers that you see on television as many professional wrestlers that you see make it, there's just as many, if not more, that don't make it. So I always tell young guys, like, while you're training to be a professional wrestler, even while you're on the independent scene, uh, get a college degree because professional wrestling organizations don't just look for good-looking guys anymore, good-looking girls that can go out and kill it in the ring. They're looking for smart, educated people. So go out there and learn other avenues of life because it's going to help you in the professional wrestling world. Hi, this is Bill Pritchard from WrestleZone again. What's up, Bill? Hey, so I've seen you team with Brian Cage as twins before, and you kind of noted why uh, Madman Fulton appeals, because he's muscle for uh, the other three of you, like being smaller guys. But when he joined the company, was there something that you looked at him just trying to maybe call back to that team with Cage or uh, seeing as it's like more of a non-traditional look? where you could uh, 
perform different moves and kind of surprise people that way? No, I, I was a, a big advocate of getting him in there because I knew what he's capable of. And I don't think anywhere in the wrestling world he's been given a true chance. And he's another guy that I've helped take under my wing and help him make who he is. And he's grown leaps and bounds over the last year of moving back to Ohio. If people work hard for me, I work hard for them. I'm a very loyal person. Oops, sorry, Bill, I cut you off there. But, uh, Sam, we're going to follow that question about Cage with a question that came in from uh, Ishan Kacker, who would like to know, what's your opinion of uh, Mike Elgin coming to Impact? Mike Elgin, love him or hate him, he's going to have the best matches on the card half the time. Like, there's no off night with Mike Elgin. Mike Elgin is going to go out there, it doesn't matter who he wrestles, and he's going to bring the best out of him. He's the absolute monster in the ring. And we're just looking at his ring work. He's one of the best in the world. All right. That said, how would a Mike Elgin, Sammy Callahan match? Oh, I beat Mike Elgin before. I'll beat his ass again. People don't realize this. Mike Elgin was a guy when I was younger. We used to team together. When we, we first broke out together on the independent scheme, scheme as a tag team called Grips and Gravy. And, uh, our careers just spiraled in different directions, and uh, we've both become top guys in almost every company we've ever worked at. All righty, Sammy. Well, we will wrap it up with that question and uh, give you the floor at this point for a final thought as we uh, heading to Impact tomorrow night. Oh, Impact tomorrow night. You should probably watch it because Sammy Callahan's going to be on it because I'm always on the television show because I equal ratings and I equal buzz for the company. Uh, but other than that, Keep plugs for my wrestling company, The Wrestling Revolver. Give us a follow on social media at PW Revolver and check out our website, TheWrestlingRevolver.com, because we're one of the only companies that has a melting pot of a lot of different talent from a lot of different companies. And Impact Talent is featured on that very, very, very well. Uh, before I let you go, I will say I, uh, I did have a little quick Google session, and uh, Crazy Harry is pretty much spot on, just by the image, spot on. I told you. I'd either be Crazy Harry or uh, I used to think that I was uh, Twiggy, but uh, I think it's become the part that uh, Madman Fulton is more Twiggy now. Dare I ask if I threw my name in that hat? Who'd you you tag me as? Um, I would tag you as... Just remember, I'm always pretty nice to you at shows, man. I'm not Josh, just keep that in mind. You're you're Kelly Monster, bro. All right, well, Google that as well. So, Sammy, I appreciate it. Media, I appreciate your time very much. We'll be back next week. Uh, next week, I believe we're looking at uh, Tessa Blanchard joining us on the podcast. So, uh, oh, Tessa Blanchard. Oh. Yeah, she's third generation. Oh, I don't give a damn if she's third generation. Had a pretty good match with Gail Kim at Rebellion. Anyone can have a good match with Gail Kim. I can have a good match with Gail Kim. I'm, like, getting really fed up and tired with all of these knockouts singing on the same level as all the guys. One of the reasons that people watch the show, not them. Quote me on that. Oh, wow. <laughs> don't, don't hold back there, Sammy. Say what's on your mind. All right, Sammy, we will see you. Uh, actually, I won't see you until New York, and uh, look forward to seeing you uh New York City, Melrose Ballroom, June 6th and 7th. I'm super over in that building. Sammy, you're over everywhere. No, duh.
come the draw. All right. Thank you, Sammy Media. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you next week.